0: Triple M footy lives on, listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. So many great moments. All right, here we go. So many, three many three. thrills. Oh, hang on. So many oh. spills. And we're Triple oh. M is oh. proud to present. Unbelievable. Oh. MG's Rugby League Rundown.
1: Yeah. Life after state of origin. It begins on MG's Rugby League Rundown. We are back. New South Wales are 1-0 down in the series. MG, how are
0: you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I um, must confess it was a subdued. Trip to the city of churches. I um, was all excited about it, and um, up until probably the 70th minute of the game, I was um, ex- even you know more excited. But somehow, way, shape, or form, they did it again, and mm. it's not for the first time Queensland have come from behind to win a game of Origin. But um, the whole the whole game was you know down ten nil. Um, they fought their way back, New South Wales, and to be honest, I. Um, I think Queensland were always going to do something. Yet you, you had that had that feeling. Um, we kind of went into our shell in the last 10 minutes instead of embracing ourselves and saying, you know what, we're in, we've got we're 12 men to play against here, and we're we're in front by 10 points. So, um, but full credit to you uh, to Queensland. They they did it. Uh, Munster is is quickly becoming one of them players in Origin that is is owning a game, which is not many players in Origin do it. You think of probably a handful of, of players across the last 40-odd years, who have just grabbed Origin by the neck and squeezed it, and, and Cameron Munster's becoming one of them players.
1: I feel like it was last time the game was played in Adelaide where the Wally Lewis comparison started, where people yep. started talking about him as Wally-like on the Origin arena. And, and the reality is, yeah, you know, I don't know what your thoughts were, but I actually thought he was fairly unsighted for most of the contest until that moment, until he was needed and called upon.
0: It's, it's hence why they have the saying, cometh the hour, cometh the man. Mm. It doesn't matter if it was a seventy ninth minute. If he wins the game, for, he, he won the game for them. Mm. Um, he he got the ball. He ran sideways. It went, went backwards. He evaded three or four players. Mm. Linked up with a um, with a hammer, and the, the rest, they say, is history. And then he was on the spot to take a bomb off uh, Lindsay Collins. So
1: has, has Lindsay Collins done some damage to the front rowers' union with that sort of jumping <laughs> act? Well, I know I know Woodsy
0: should take a leaf out of the book and just. <laughs> That's how you leap, brother. Instead of leaping over the <laughs> top of someone and, and grabbing mid air, that's how that's how front rowers leap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the 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 front rowers union had been out of whack since until, until then. Since Woodsy uh, did that jump, and now the earth has been restored in balance. Everything's I back like... <laughs> to normal. Everything's back to normal. <laughs> He'll hate that. Uh, um, and he and I'll tell you what in the footy talk universe, Woodsy and and Dobbo, it's all getting very heated there. Uh, yep. Now. Quickly, a couple more origin things before we move back to Clubland. Um, short answers. Nathan Cleary's replacement for Game Two, probably Game Three uh, as well. Nico Hines. Nico Hines, and you keep Luai at six. Yep. No other adjustments there. Uh, no, I don't
0: think. I don't think we've got to make too many adjustments. So, you know, as I said, we're, we're, up, we're up in this game. Um, we've, we we claw, clawed our way back, and um, I think as a, as a team, you would give them five and a half out of ten. And so that means there's a lot more improvement for Game Two in Queensland, and I'd I make some subtle changes. I would, the changes I would make. I, would, I, I don't think Luttrell's going to play. Um, I don't think Cam Murray will play. So I would put uh, Tommy Turbo in the centres with Crichton. Um, um, I think that uh, uh, who would take uh, Luttrell's not playing, so I'd put uh, and I'd, I'd just simply put um, Spencer Linni on the bench for Cam Murray.
1: Okay. Okay, uh, and, 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 and from, I'd
0: possibly now that Nico's starting, I would I would put definitely Damien Cook at number fourteen.
1: From a Queensland perspective, we know Tommy Gilbert is out, uh, and we there's one other change in that Queensland side. Someone else is going to miss Jairo. Arrow, thank you. Uh, who who do you not want to see them pick? Um, who do I not want to see them pick? I, uh,
0: Nanai. He was good.
1: Can you believe that the Cowboys might have – would he be number four in that side? Cotter? Yeah. That, um, no, five maybe. Five. Well, Cotter – Dearden was 19th man. Dearden
0: was 19th the man. They got um, – yeah, they had
1: Tua Um Val Holmes. Cotter and Dearden. He might be the fifth person in that squad from a Cowboys side that's sitting, what, 13th or something at the moment. The Crazy. same team.
0: We'll get to these later. The same team that Phil Gould said is the only team that can win it outside the Panthers this competition. He reckons the Cowboys are the only team outside of the Panthers who can win the comp. Gus. Gus.
1: <sighs> I he also, like, I, I, he also uh, wants G- Mitchell
0: he also wants Mitchell Moses as number seven for New South Wales. Gus.
1: I love Gus. He terrifies me, but I love him. But come Who on. doesn't love Gus? It's hard not to love Gus. It's hard not, Gus has got that it, Gus Gus intimidates me in the same way that Wayne Bennett and Ricky Stewart intimidate me. There's a yeah. quiet intimidation to them. Yep, yeah, they're very and similar. And Brandy, I've talked to you about this. Your brother-in-law <laughs> scares the crap out of me.
0: It's kind of what they don't say is, is what scares you. Isn't yes.
1: It? <laughs> the few times I've had to chat with Brandy, it's just like, yes. he's, he's he's the master of the pause. He just lets the silence hang. And as somebody yep. who can't deal with silence, who needs to fill it, <laughs> yeah. Brandy terrifies me. Anyway, enough about the people that scare me because we could go on for days. Let's talk about some club football. Uh the Raiders. Ricky, speaking of Ricky Stewart, that decision to rest Jared Croker almost came back to bite him. Twenty to nineteen, they hung on by their fingernails over the Tigers.
0: Yeah, they did, and they, it was it was a fantastic game, actually, one of the best games of the season. And obviously, uh, Ricky Stewart was vindicated by doing what he did. Um, now he sees uh, Croker play his with game this weekend against the Warriors on a home deck, which has a sellout crowd. And you know, he, at one stage, Jared looked a little bit iffy. Um, the game was. Well and truly, Raiders down 18, about 18 points with 12 minutes to go. Then all of a sudden, boom, 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 three tries in three sets to the Tigers, who are playing a great brand of footy, I must say. Mm. And I don't know whether it's any correlation with the moment that uh, young Fulton went there in the coaching staff, or the, in the, but something's happened in the last month to the Tigers, and I, and I like what I see. And they're unlucky to lose this one. Uh, Brooksy kicked the field goal, and they're up 19-18, and then that penalty um, at the end of Fogarty. From Papalihi was a, was a penalty every day of the week, unfortunately, and they uh, they they squeezed through. Uh, the Raiders now are looking the, the Raiders and Panthers are now the the form teams of the competition.
1: Absolutely, I think the Raiders are seven and one in their and last the eight Broncos. games, and the Broncos, and the Broncos, of course. Yeah, we sort of forget them a little bit. Uh, Dolphins humbled. We know what the Warriors are at home these days, and when the Dolphins head over there. Uh, a little bit under power. Uh, we know they're going to miss Tom Gilbert for the rest of the season, which is huge. Massive. Massive. He outs. has been so good for them. Uh, I, I, they were humble. Quickly before I,
0: before I forget, we we spoke a bit of Origin earlier. I just wanted to have, mm. make a point on Origin, how we've become this 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 brutality of a of a contest that it is. I've, I've got a. i have got I think we've got to look to change it in, in the future. I I don't want to see players playing three or four days after Origin anymore. Because Origin has gone to another level. Um, if you remember Ruben Cotter last year, round one, mm-hmm. when he was warming up after get, playing eighty minutes, man of the match performance f- uh, for for a deputant. Yeah, warming up against Manly, and and, and the same thing happened. Grade two uh, hamstring tech. We saw yeah. Cam Murray do the same thing. Um, Jai is a little bit different because his was a um, an illegal kind of tackle from behind, yeah. but um, still, that we, we ask so much of our of our premier athletes that we've got to try and protect them from themselves and the the notion has been sprooked do we do we move it to the end of the season we don't move origin to the end of the season because then we'd see more injuries because we'd see players pick for origin not playing finals footy in holiday mode trying to play origin so forget that
1: we did what that in the covid years and it's Yeah sucked. we
0: did that but that was special times call for special measures and we had to do that then but we've got enough international teams in our area, Tonga, Samoa, Fiji, Papua New Guinea, uh, et cetera, the Kiwis who don't play Origin. Mm. So for that three weeks in the year, we stop the competition. We play Wednesday mm. concurrently, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. The three games are, got, are done in a month. We don't see any split rounds. We see we see teams resting. We see we seen teams playing if they're not in Origin. They they sit it out for three weeks and have a little rest. But in the and to appease the the broadcasters, we we put on a a series of test matches. We put on the, the, the women's origin series. We put on um, New South Wales versus Queensland under-16, under-18s, under-20s. Like There's enough footballers around to stop trying to squeeze the orange that, that much that we're forcing players to play three or four days after playing in a state of origin game. It's, it's got to a point where it's got to stop. It's got to a point where it's, it's actually it's quite cruel.
1: I love the way you think about the game. I could not see the NRL ever signing off on putting a a month-long pause on the NRL, um, even if it was filled with rep games and and other such things. But I love the fact that you're thinking about the players' interests. And you're right. It's it's like concussion. There had to be policies put in place to – Stop the players from from themselves. themselves. Yeah. Uh. And and yeah. I you know I agree that the origin, the step up to origin, is is such that and the intensity of those games that, uh, you know, you go back. It's and, not going to uh, get. It's
0: not dissipating, Liam. It's not getting less. It's it's getting more intense. The exactly. players, the players are getting bigger and stronger. And and you know Nathan Cleary is a byproduct of, or byproduct of it. Uh, Arrow wasn't. <laughs> Murray was. We're going to. We've so we, well, I think we're seeing eight players. In that origin game this weekend not playing because of it. We're seeing uh, Fafita with a delayed concussion. Um we're seeing other players missing out on origin because uh sorry, missing out on club footy because of origin. So it's mm. but there's something's gotta be done. i i yeah, you're right. The broadcasters would never do, would never go for it. But they've got they've got to try something. Even they, if they they've got to, they, they do they,
1: yeah. Yeah, it should be it should be top of the meeting agenda for Andrew Abdon, so. Peter Valandis. Let's so. get back to round fourteen. Um, we'll talk about the first half Titans, who just oh, apparently, wow. yeah, apparently their contracts only say they have to play the first half because they say, don't hey? turn up we'll ever. Contract in the like that. Forty-six <laughs> to twenty-eight, the bunnies just went through them in the second half like a knife through butter.
0: If they stopped the competition now and they went on first half performances, the Titans would be sitting on top of the ladder. <laughs> The, the cold hard facts is that a game, as you said, go for 80 minutes, and, and if, they ju- if they judge them on 80 minutes, they'd be sitting on the, on the second 40, sorry. They'd be sitting on the bottom of the ladder. Mm. Um, there's something happening in, in, on the Gold Coast that has to be changed, and it has to be changed yesterday because the Titans in the first half of every game they play look fantastic. They look like they could match it with any team in the competition. Mm-hmm. But something happens at halftime that is like a Bermuda Triangle. No one quite knows what it is, what happens or where it is or what the problem is because, and everyone's looking at the coach. Well, he's got to take a, a portion of the blame. The, the training staff have got to take a portion of the, of the blame as well for something that happens at half-time that they just can't get up for the second half. Is it their lack of fitness? Is it their, their, their mode of training that they're doing leading up to the game? I don't know. I'm not privy to any of it. I'm speculating, obviously. But I do know this, that if they don't fix it quickly... And if they don't make the eight this year, which I think they should with the team they've got, then we'll see Justin Holbrook not in a job. And we, we spoke about Justin Holbrook earlier in the year when they, you know, they lost to the, uh, yeah. the, um, the Dolphins uh, after leading 26. We said that's probably the end of him. Uh, they, they fought back for a couple of great wins. But now they're back to a stage where they seem to be scoring enough points every game. They scored another 28 points against the Rabbitohs, which is no mean feat. But they had forty eight 46 points scored against them, which is shocking. So something has to something has to happen on the Gold Coast, and you'd know him better than me. You'd know more than uh, yeah. me.
1: Yeah. Oh well, I don't. I was going to say I don't reckon Jason Demetrio would be too pleased with his side's defensive effort either. I don't think he would like to see a, no. them conceding like they did in the first half. Uh, the, and the reality is, MG, heading into tomorrow night's game against the West Tigers, guess what? Benji Marshall, Robbie Farah, and Tim Sheens are telling the Tigers players Just uh, hang on half halftime stay in touch at halftime, we'll beat this mob. That yep. That is now the narrative about this Gold Coast Titans team for the rest of the season. Every coach, every player will be saying, you're in sniffing distance at halftime, we win. Because this mob doesn't turn up in the second half. So, yep, that's right. Yeah, real test of character for the Titans coming up um, this round. Uh, shark Park after dark holds no fears for the Brisbane Broncos. You talk <laughs> about narratives. This is a team that was developing a narrative, despite being at the top end of the table, of, of not being able to beat the other elite teams. They they couldn't beat the Panthers. They couldn't beat the Storm. I think they lost the Bunnies as well. So then it became a conversation of they need to beat a contender, and, and they have sort of done that in the Sharkies.
0: Yeah, not only just beat them. They beat them after Origin, um, four days, five days after Origin, and on their home deck, Shark's home deck, which is – I've spoken to you many a times about you how, hate many, how You hate it. You hate Shark oh, Park. It's just so hard hard to win there. It's, 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 a, it's a, almost a – I would have if I had to look at the round that was just played. Um, apart from the Panthers over the Dragons, I probably would have said this is the next game I would have said as a given. You know, they had they had three or four players backing up the, the Broncos, um, travelling down to Sydney. They just seem like a very happy camp at the moment. Now, the, on the other hand, the Sharkers, the Sharkies, haven't been a team in the top eight this season. That's a worrying concern for me if I'm mm. Fitzgibbon. Uh, they haven't beaten a team that's sitting in the top eight as we speak. So they haven't beaten the Panthers, Broncos, Rabbitohs, Sharks, Storm, Raiders, Warriors, or Dolphins. They've, all been, they've been beaten by every one of them teams. Um, that means all their victories have come from the bottom eight teams, which is a concern. The one shining light out of that game was that N- Nico Hines tried his ass off. Um, yeah. But in the end, I think that, you know, that try from Ez- Ezra as reminded me so much of the – They actually reminded me of the – the broncos of the, the the 90s the early 90s when oh, yeah. you know Alfie Langer and um and Kevvy Walters were their halves and they were scooting around and their big forwards were doing the job and their wingers were quick and um yeah they they're looking good broncos they sit at they sit up at the top of the the tree with Penrith on 20 points and guaranteed almost of a guaranteed a, a top 8 but almost guaranteed a top 4 position which is so handy so mm. so handy look there's a lot of, there's a lot of footy to be played out this season but you, but the way they are playing, the way they beat the Warriors the week before without their origin players, they're just doing something really special this year, the, the Broncos. And I think it's, it's, you know, I know we spoke about Gus Gould thinking about the Cowboys earlier, and he liked what he saw. Well, I like what I see with the Broncos. For mine, outside of the Panthers, they're the team to beat.
1: That's a ringing endorsement. Now they just have to pray that as much as he wants to be there, I think they pray that Adam Reynolds' phone doesn't ring. Because if if you take him out and put him into yeah. Origin, we talked about yeah. the intensity of it, and and he is irreplaceable. Like it is uh, Jock a
0: washing Madden, it, it's Jock, a washing machine, yeah.
1: Jock Madden is is a is a fine stand-in, and they brought him in as cover for Adam Reynolds, and and he does a a, a good job when he is called upon. But Adam Reynolds is the is the straw that straw that stirs the drink of that Broncos yep. side, so they can't afford for him to go down injured. He's, he's
0: um, also the olive. He's also the olive in the martini as well. There we go. All the things. He's a, he's just a nice drink of <laughs> nice
1: nice nice refreshing drink. <laughs> the Roosters fall over the line against the Bulldogs again. This this game twenty five to twenty four. The wow. Roosters with a one point win. It falls into my theory that the Dogs are just are a good a, a side that is building, but hasn't doesn't know how to win yet. They yeah, just haven't... Well, that's the next part of their development.
0: Yeah, well put. I think that's exactly what they are. They're yet to know what it's like to, on a consistent consistent basis to be given that two points each week. And they know that how hard it is to get it. And the Roosters didn't play well in this game at all. This was a a <laughs> game, to be honest. Um, the, the The high scoring of it... Inflates the 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 high score of the what you'd give it out of ten. I'd would have been a, a six out of ten this game because it was just it was a bludger. It was that's generous, uh, taken Oregon. to the central take, taken to the central coast. You know the, they love their footy up there and they deserved a little bit better. They they got a close game. I'll give them that. Luke Kerry's field goal with about four minutes to go cemented the the win. Teddy bounced back to form. Um, Teddy was I think unfairly you know attacked for game one. You know, it's very hard for him to do what he's doing. It's very hard for Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai and, and, and Tom Trebojevic and, and all the backs to, to do anything if the forwards aren't going forward and, and, and bashing the other forwards. Hmm. Well, if you watch the game back, and I have a couple of times, Queensland just smothered everything New South Wales did. I think if you count the, 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 count the ball, uh, play the ball seconds, Penrith, Penrith, New South Wales were probably a second or two slower per tackle so they just dominate the ruck, Queensland. And that's why the likes of Grant and, and Hunt and rise on the front foot. And that's you're never going to win a game like that. You're never going to win a game on your heels. And that's exactly what New South Wales did. Um, Teddy bounced back to some good form, scored a couple of tries. Did he answer his critics? He doesn't have to answer his critics. No. Nah. He, he's the captain of New South Wales as long as he's putting a, foot, a football boot on because he's got the gold ticket. And he's got to have an absolute shocker in a series to not be picked again. So... Forget about even eliminating, you know, some some people around saying that he shouldn't even be playing the second game. Well, come on, How, what short memories we have, like really?
1: And these are probably the same people that came out and criticised Queensland for not picking Kalum Ponga, like yeah, of in game they, one. They're, they're, these, of they're oh, they're. you've abandoned the pick and stick, and now you want to, and now you want to turf the bloke that's been at the heart of a of a New South Wales revival under Brad Fittler to the to the. You know, it's yeah, Teddy has earned right.
0: Some people get on their their horse and they gallop away and they they whip the horse until it's whipped no more and they've got nothing mm. else to say. And poor Teddy was the whipping boy this time, but um, he bounced back and in, to somewhat into good form. I don't think he's been in terrible form. It was just that, as I said him Indigo, his, his forwards weren't giving him weren't giving me an avenue to to explore. And um, they sit, you know, they sit perilously ninth position, the Roosters and. Uh, the Bulldogs are sitting in fifteenth. Um, as we turn this corner, um, we'll, we'll go yeah. through around fifteen in a minute. But all of a sudden, we're in the last couple of months of the competition proper, which is scary. It's gone really quick. It's
1: flown by, hasn't it? Uh, speaking of flying, Semi Valamai, what a no. what a nice little pickup this was for the tell Cowboys. Me semi, tell me Semi story. <laughs> Tell me well, Sam, about... he was at the Raiders. So Raiders, he's played. That's right. He was at the Raiders for uh, I think he signed up with them in in twenty twenty. He made his yeah. debut um, the against the Storm. Was it
0: from the Storm originally?
1: Well, he's uh, from. He played jersey flag for uh, Mounties okay. um, in New South Wales Cup, uh, and. And played for Fiji at the Rugby League World Cup Nines. So he's you know he's one he's just one of those footballers that's talented. And he so he played 29 games for the Raiders and scored nine tries, but um, was granted a release uh, in May from the Raiders. So he only joined the Cowboys a couple of weeks back. Yeah, well, and his one and a half year contract that he signed, and and now he is crossing for a hat trick on debut as a Cowboy. Yeah, good on him. Well done. Good story. Great to see him grab the opportunity with his second, hand. and and a and they, really they were, important really win
0: too. They were, yeah, they were really good. They were they were they were emphatic. In in fact, um, I don't know whether it was them who were who were extraordinary, or was it the storm who were really really flat. Mm. I think a bit of both. I think a bit of both. I think it's when you've got players who are backing up from Origin, as I said, it's it's you know. <laughs> Well, you know, my argument is probably somewhat smothered because of the fact that how good the Broncos Broncos uh, Origin players backed up. Yep. But it, it's an overall assumption that you know it, it's going to take its toll, and it took its toll on the Storm players. The Cowboys were up home. Um, they were they the, the the players who didn't play Origin lifted them to another level, which is you know Nani being back is a big plus for them um, yep. after being out for most of the season. So. Cowboys, yeah, look, they, they are sitting in 14th position um, with the Two Eels games
1: out of the eight, but here's what I'll say, right? They got the bye this weekend. And then, yes, that was a great win to go into the bye with. But out of the break, I don't. they don't have to be perfect, but they've got to be really good because in the run home, they take on the Panthers twice. Mm. They take on the Bunnies. They take on um, the Broncos, and they take on the Sharks. Yeah, so okay. they need to win all the games that they're expected to win and they and probably need to cause men. a couple of upsets too. Yep. They've, they've and they've, they've only got themselves it. to blame because of the first half of the season that they've delivered. Yep. So, uh, And then the last game of the round, Dragons made it made it tough going for the Panthers. 26-18, to 18, they prevail. Obviously, the Nathan Cleary is the big talking point, but uh, again, uh, you know, the Dragons, uh, again, we've talked about what this season is for them and, and what they can get out of it, but at least they showed some fight.
0: Oh, they certainly did. Uh, and I, I actually feel for the Dragons at the moment. I, I think they're a team without a... Without a soul, um, they're kind of that team that doesn't. No one wants to coach them, you know. Ryles has put his hand up, then put his hand down, and um, now it looks like Shane Flanagan could be the, the knight in shining armour. I, I think I think it's either him or Des Hasler. I would be going towards um, for a two-year deal, um, and then I'd be looking at someone else outside that, you know Hornby or a, or a Young.
1: Who would you um, pick? Who would you pick? You have said Hasler or Flanagan. You're uh, you're, you're in charge right now, of the pick, dragons.
0: Shane Flanagan, right now. I'd, I'd pick Flanagan. I'd, I'd like to pick them both. I'd like to say, I'd like to say to them, would you like to come as a um, a coaching combination? Mm. To be honest, I, I think it'd be a fantastic partnership. a la you know, Ferner and, and Bennett of 1987 in, in Canberra. But I'm not sure they'd be up for that um, <laughs> because they're both pretty strong characters and. Um, Desi, Desi's name hasn't been mentioned in all of this conversation, and I, I don't know why. I think, I think he'd be a real good acquisition to the Dragons. I'd, I think he'd give them a steely, a What's steely result at the moment? I'm not where sure. Where is he? He's probably on he's, on, he's on, he's probably warehousing himself, just kicking back on, Jeez, his, to, on the beach. I'd love
1: I'd love, a photo of his hair. I'd love uh-huh. to see where, where, where his hair's at at the moment, the mad professor. <laughs> he'd be, yeah, he could, he could
0: surprise, he's been quiet, he has been yeah, quiet. He's, been he's, quiet. A, he's a quiet type of guy, but.
1: I like the idea of Shane Flanagan. I think you talk about yeah. a guy that knows how to how to you know build an us versus them mentality and and bring a playing group together. Strong character, knows what it takes. Um, I I think Shane Flanagan. It it, it seems crazy that Shane Flanagan has been unemployed for as I know what he did previously. I know he's got yeah, yeah. skeletons in the closet, but who hasn't? You could also argue that some of that was to do with the organization, not just Shane as an individual. So yeah. I, I think I can't believe Shane Flanagan a premiership coach, has been out of a job for as long as he has been. Um, righto, there it is. head into round 15. Uh, we're obviously getting um, prepped. We'll have a, more of a chat next week about State of Origin Game 2. Let's have a little bit of a chinwag, though, about the week ahead. Uh, this is a really important round of footy, as you say, MG. We're heading for home. Titans, West Tigers. Cool. The, it, Titans don't win a season over.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you kind of say that, wouldn't you? you you'd say that if they can't beat the Tigers on a Thursday night with almost full strength team um, besides for feeder, I think who they're resting um, because of that delayed concussion. Um, yeah. Look, and tigers this morning have told four or five players that their services are no longer wanted. Um, Dane Laurie and uh, Nofaluma and young Simpkins and Sean Bloor. And um, so they're kind of getting the broom through the tigers and they're kind of, they must be thinking they know what they're, they're about there. The thing with the the thing, the difference between what the Tigers have been doing, what the Dragons have been doing, the, uh, the Tigers have got a plan, mm. and it's when when you're in a rugby league club and there is there's kind of no there's no what there's no light at the end of the tunnel, you kind of just you, you get yourself stuck in mud and you're circling you know shadows. And the Tigers, at the, in the last month or so, have, have have stuck to a plan where they've kind of said to themselves, if we hold the ball here, um, and Brooksy starts running it after the forwards lay up a, a really good foundation, we're going to go okay. Mm. Well, they've gone more than okay. Uh, that win against the Cowboys obviously was a crescendo, but um, even their loss against the Raiders last week, they they showed glimpses of what they can become as a rugby league team, and I, and I like it. Um, this is a, probably a danger game for the Titans if you're saying that. If you're saying that they've got to win it, well, the, all of a sudden the bum cheeks clench up a little bit when you know you've yeah. got to win a game. Um, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot easier when you know that... You know this could go either way, and, and we're the underdogs, but they're the, they're pronounced favourites in this game. I think even they're they're, they're paying a dollar ninety. Well, they're actually they're both a dollar ninety. Would you believe?
1: They're not so, as big of favourites as you wow. you'd think. They should. But be. look, AJ Brimson back in at fullback. Oh, uh, I like tr- Kelly's back and Sam Verrills. Like Chris Randall's uh, got a suspension to serve. He's been very good, but I think Sam Verrills he's the hooker they brought for a reason. Like, yeah, of course, you know, he's, uh, I think the, the the team looks better on paper than it has. Um, yep. and I know there's no day for feeder, but um, you tell me you're tipping him. Give me some confidence.
0: Yeah, I'm going Titans.
1: Good, man. I'm going uh, Titans. Just quickly on the moment, your comment you made about the West Tigers and the plan, the other thing is the players walk around there, and I, I, you know, as, as cutthroat as it might seem, and as heartless as it might seem for those players who've been told your services aren't required, it's an industry, it's a business, and that's it what they have business. to do. But uh, for the players that are part of the future, they also walk around seeing Tim Sheens, Robbie Farrah and, and Benji Marshall. Benji Marshall amongst it, constantly reinforcing the plan. Yeah. Th- those people don't exist right now at the draft. Chris Heineken, they're not, they're not he's there. got to take a bit of a, a,
0: he's got to get a bit of a tick on the back, a pat on the back as well. Chris Heineken's been in the, he's the, he's the blue shirt runner. The he's animal, the out, fitness
1: he's, he's machine.
0: Helping out behind the scenes. and, that. and be, mm-hmm. He's one of them blokes who was just a, he got as much out of his body as he possibly yeah. could. And I think that's what some of these uh, these young Tigers are doing at the moment. So, yeah, you're right. It's it's, 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 uh, it's heartening when you're looking at the caliber of player walking around your dressing
1: room. Raiders-Warriors. Good game. Good game. Ooh, yeah. Great In game. In Canberra. Great game. Raiders, you know, 7-1, and one, I think they're rolling with it at the moment, taking on a Warriors team, which uh, I think with everything they've achieved, I think Andrew Webster would love a, a really tough, Good away win to bolster their CV. Well,
0: the thing about this round, Liam, because there is eight games, it's a not. It's a really. It comes down to an Origin audition, a, a legit, legit Origin audition. For This game in particular, you've got um, you know horsborough and, and Hudson Young, just for the just alone for the Raiders trying to get their trying to eke their way back into a, um, a a jersey that you know. Hudson Young's got to go at it. Um, Horsburgh's trying to make his debut for what a story that will be. He's been really, he's been really good this season. So uh, obviously everything looks at uh, Jared Croker's 300th game and what a what an effort that's been after looking like at 250, looking like having to retire another injury. Um, the way he's persevered and the determination he's shown is exactly the way the Raiders are playing this year. That's ex- the, the, you know it's it's it, for those that that watch footy and, and say that thing, little things don't rub off on, on, on players and, and playing groups? Well, they do, because ever since Jared Craig's been back in the team this year, they've been a better team, um, and he's playing good footy. So um, this is going to be a hard game to pick, because the Warriors had a good win last week. Um, they look really good over there against the Dolphins. But I think on home deck um, on a Friday night with a packed crowd, uh, expectations going to be on the Raiders. So if they try too hard, the Warriors will get under their skin. And, and get a win, um, but I think the Raiders in this one.
1: Raiders, I'm looking forward. I mean, Long May the the Renaissance of Sean Johnson continue as well. Oh, it's um, been fantastic to watch. And, and just quickly on Jared Croker, has anybody uh, scored the amount of points he has in rugby league history quieter, with less noise? Yeah. Like he, let's not. The only two people that have scored more points in the history of the rugby league than him are Cameron Smith and Hazem El Masri. That's yeah, it. They're the only people in front of Jared Croker, so this is a man who has, you know, I'm so excited for his for his yeah. milestone game. It's fantastic for him and for the game and for the city of Canberra as well. Manly Dolphins at Fort Pines Park, tenth v eighth. The the Dolphins. Um, we've this is this is the catch twenty two of it. We've everyone keeps expecting the fall to come, and we saw one last week, but yeah. then. The hammer comes back in. Jeremy Marshall King, who is so important to this him. side, they comes back against... in at nine yeah, as they well. Him.
0: Yeah, the, the loss of Gilbert will would been felt last week, and now they'll get on back on. You know, that's a bit of a shock to the system when you lose one of your your star players for the season. Let alone Penrith, who lost Cleary for six weeks. But when you lose a, a, one of your tough back rows for the whole season, um, that takes probably a week to get over that emotionally. Um, now that they've gotten over that, and you see him at training, and he's all good, and he's good, he's he's part of the furniture again. Um, uh, you look at what you've got, and they've got Cafusi coming back. Um, who? No, they haven't. Sorry, he's, he's, not he's yet. Back. He's still he's still yeah. suspended. Um, so you've got Hammer coming back, who's fantastic in attack. Um, and I think they really miss Marshall King. I think Marshall yes. King's been one of the top five hookers in the competition this year. He's, mm-hmm. just, he's been he's been the he's been the, almost the buy of the year for mine. And uh, we might go through that in a couple of weeks' time once we yeah. get to a, once once we get Origin over out, out of the way. But mainly well, they've got Tommy trying to get his way back into the Origin jersey. Um, he's, basically, all you've got to do is, is play a game like he did against Canberra a couple of weeks back and show he's fit enough to play the game, and then he'll be picked in Origin for Origin 2. If, if there's any if there's any negativity about his game, if he looks a little bit um, humstrung or if he looks a little bit tentative, well. You, you really can't pick him. You really can't pick him in a game that means so much to New South Wales. But yeah. I, I applaud him for getting the dispensation for um, for the head knock against uh, Queensland and getting back early. It means that he wants it. So that's a mm. big tick. That's a big tick in the, the New South Wales box. It means that he wants to play so he's hungry. Um, so, you know, all eyes will be on him, and I think he will be the reason Manly will beat the Dolphins.
1: Manly to win, okay. Dragons, Bunnies, no Jack de Bellin. Uh, for the Dragons and the Rabbitohs, as we discussed a bit earlier, Jai and Cam Murray both out of the side, but they do get Havili back, uh, which is a bonus. So uh, Nola Trell still out with that calf injury as well.
0: Yeah, that's massive. Um, look, look here for another Origin audition from Cody Walker, um, from Damian Cook. These two guys will be out to show that they can, they want to play Origin, um, and to a lesser degree, I suppose Jaden Sewer for the Dragons. Has um, he been named Jaden Sewer? I'm not sure, uh, sure
1: Jaden Sewer Has been named yet yeah, Named in the
0: second he has, row he has, He's kind of been The forgotten man Of the Queensland back row um, he, he Went well When he was in origin Last time And I suppose You look at the South City pack And think Well if I can get over them it's in, in particular Callumatangi Who's been mentioned As that replacement For Cam Murray If he doesn't actually Make the team So there's a lot of narratives in this game. There's a lot of different angles that you can look at and be excited about. Um, I think Campbell, South Sydney,
1: Campbell Graham's probably got an argument Graham, too to just you know, this is a guy that had to withdraw from the Origin because of injury, and yep. yeah, you'd be looking to say, "Hey, don't forget about me."
0: Yeah, well, that's that's exactly right. Um, I, you're right. So it's a, again, it's a it's a fantastic, it's a great launching pad that both coaches of, of Queensland, and New South Wales, Freddie and Billy Slater, can look back and go, "Okay, well." No stone was unturned in picking our team for the second game because we watched eight games. We watched all the players we had to watch. And now on Sunday night, we can sit down and pick our teams. And I think this is the best way to do it. And I think the South Sydney will beat the Dragons.
1: Alright, then we jump into Saturday Arvo Broncos hosting the Newcastle Knights. What about this for the Broncos? They knock off the Sharks and then they get Selwyn Colbo back into the side. Uh, he comes in at the expense of Jesse Arthurs uh, and then for the Knights. Tyson Frizzell back on duty uh, and Lockie Fitzgibbon heard his calf but he has been named. Uh, the Titans just in not no man's land but just sitting sort of in the same sort of points as the Seagulls, a little bit above the Eagles as well. They, You feel like they need to make a bit of a statement if they're going to play finals
0: yeah the knights definitely do they definitely do um but i think it's a against this brisbane team at the moment i think i think brisbane are the pick my 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 lay of the my lay of the land my lay of the round they would be if i had to pick one team who's going to win out of all these guys um this they would be my bronx They would be my uh what do they call it the your lock my lock the lock, your lock of My the lock round. That's
1: the one. Uh, speaking of locks, Isaiah Yo, um, and the Panthers. See what I did there? Uh, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. take
0: on. <laughs> Great transition to the next game. It was fantastic,
1: <laughs> yeah, seamless. Uh, then they take on the Roosters. Now this is a game that people had predicted Ooh. as the grand final yes. at the start of the season. And all of a sudden, it's a Nathan Clearyless uh, Panthers outfit with Jack Cogger in at the seven, taking on a Roosters team that needs a win. And I mean. Just yep, stop Alliance. down for a moment, in fact, give me your tip for the game. I know you're tipping the Panthers.
0: I'm tipping Panthers, yeah. I, I, Can we I,
1: talk I, about the sadness that is Joseph Suali'i at the moment? I, no, I hate what has no. what this 2023 has been for Joseph Suali'i. I, I hate it. It's, it. It is hard
0: to watch. It is hard to watch because um, when you make such a bold statement as he did about his future, so far out from making that sta- that switch, it's going it, to really. Did we think it was going to go any other way? Mm. You know, did we think it was going to go any other way when you sign with a, another code two years two years away from you finishing your contract? With there was no, there's no way, shape or form this was ever going to not end in the way it's ending. He he looks like he is tentative to play. He's getting his his elbow and his knee up every time he runs because it looks like he doesn't want to get tackled hard. It's, it's, it's sad. It's, it, it is. It's, it's not the explosive Joseph Suwali that we saw burst on the scene and captured everyone's imagination with these, these blinding runs and these massive you know efforts on a field. It, he's gone into a shell, and it's quite evident. And it's, sometimes it's be careful what you wish for. It really he's is. Been, it's, he's it's, been, it's a, if I give him any advice, I'd, I'd think long and hard about making the switch, and I'd make the switch sooner rather than later
1: to Union. He's been used as a. He's been used as fodder in this cross-code yep. war. Yeah. I, I It's it's such a shame. I, I, wherever he ends up, I want him to be successful because he's a hugely talented kid. This is a guy that the league gave special dispensation to debut yep. before he was eighteen. Such is that's his level of sal- talent.
0: That's what makes it sadder. That's what makes it sadder <sighs> that a kid at that age is ruled by the dollar when you haven't really even made it. You haven't really even made yourself in a game of, of sport where you've at nineteen years of age. You're you know your money would have always come. the money would have always been there because he was going to, be, he was going to play origin, he was going to play for Australia in rugby league that is mm. um, but ever since he took the one point six million dollars a season to go to union, things have gone backwards I, I Do you see any reason why it wouldn't have
1: and the comparisons with Sonny Bill William and the mercenaryness and the, that sort of short term contract to jump around and play whatever sport all good in theory. But, but Sonny Bill Williams don't grow on trees. No. Right? And I'm not yeah. saying this kid doesn't have the talent, but to to pour, to use Sonny Bill Williams as a template yeah. for your career it's is unfair. insanity. It's like it's, – it's, you know, it's like – Using the elite of the elite in any code of, of that's it's like using LeBron James. Well, you're not Le, not everybody is LeBron James, right? Sometimes no, you no. just got to knuckle down and you know. Anyway, I, I genuinely hope he goes on and and fulfills his potential because I I want all athletes to fu- fulfill their potential. I just I hate what has been. I I don't like that he's constantly being ripped apart in the media as well. I don't mm. like the articles written about him. I just don't like what he's. No, this guy um, hasn't... unfortunately for
0: him and his management, it comes with the territory. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, you, you don't wish it upon any kid because you know it's, you, you go from watching this breath of fresh air to watching a martyr, basically who yeah. doesn't want to be with the game that that's made him. And it's... I think there'd be little. I don't think there'd be too many people out there who'd feel sorry for him.
1: Yeah, and that's what I don't like the idea that you know there's people. I'm not saying there are, but I'd hate the idea that he's at any way ostracised at the roosters at the moment. No, no I don't one think wants. So. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Storm Sharks, uh, yep. the yep. noises say it all. Uh, it's just for context, though, it feels like these teams are you know, battling somewhat. They're fourth and fifth, right? They've yeah. got the exact same number of points. They're fourth and fifth. But one of these teams could jump up and grab a top four spot for themselves and, and really start to separate themselves from that pack uh, if with a win here this weekend.
0: Melbourne Storm have never won a competition after conceding more than forty-four points in a season. They've never won a competition. Oh, really? They have got forty-five scored against them last week, so history will tell you they can't win the comp. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't back again. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that out loud.
1: Now we know it's the fifty rule. If you have fifty well, scored against the, you, you well, can never well, win the comp. Well, the fifty
0: rule is the rule, but now it's the forty-four rule <laughs> for, for Melbourne. <laughs> okay. Um, look, yeah, look, this is a big game to see how both these teams bounce back because they're both disappointing. In round 14, you'd expect a, 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 an explosion from Bellamy through the week. Um, these guys would have been you know, pulled from pillar to post about their performance against the Cowboys, and he called it putrid, uh, the coach mm. did, and I, I tend to agree with him. Um, but the good thing about rugby league, as we always know, is that next week's another another chapter, and they get a chance to play it on their home deck against the Sharkies, who will be just as desperate. And again, Nico Hines, if you can get a game, if you can, put it this way, if you can win a game against Melbourne in Melbourne, as a halfback he's he's a, he's a lay-down mazette. you're
1: not getting halfback, dropped but, from the origin side
0: so he's you know it's and, and like same in the same breath, you can bet your bottom dollar that the likes of munster and 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 Harry Grant and Co. will be doing everything they can to to spoil his party so this is mm-hmm. going to be a great contest It's on Sunday, uh, hopefully the weather's good and it's nice and dry, and we see the best of both teams, but I think Melbourne will win
1: and then obviously with the public holiday, the king's birthday weekend Ching, as it is the King, it in, uh, the ding. the taking. <laughs> the Bulldogs taking on the Eels at Acor Stadium. The Bulldogs look like they are going to try and have Reed Marnie available. Um, mm, I, automatic- I don't like all
0: this. I don't like this, what's happening. <laughs> Happened with Turbo. Now it's happening with Reed Marnie. They, they, they come, they're inching back a, a few days earlier. The the brain's still rattling around in that skull. Once you get that hit, there's a, there's a reason for the, the 11 days that you've got to take off. Scientific evidence will tell us that the 11 days is when the the swelling around the brain starts to dissipate. And that's why it's good to get back and have a, um, a rest while you can. Just do nothing. Put your phone down, turn the TV off, put your you know put your sunbed out and read a book. And then worry about coming back to footy, because footy's always going to be there for you to come back to. It's just, um, I don't like it. Because the week before, he happened, it happened to read money against Tino Faso awi when he put his head in the wrong spot. And I'm not saying he put his head in the wrong spot against Joseph Suwali, Suwali but... He, his technique wasn't hmm. what it could have been it was still a raised knee, and it was still it was more so the hip butt the hit reed in the in yeah. the temple so that's two weeks in a row that he's been rattled I, oh, for his own sake i mean come on the the bulldogs are coming fifteenth what's the hurry to get him back on the field yeah honestly.
1: I, I agree. The you, M.G.'s. well said. They came up with that that time frame for a reason. Yep. I, uh, why is there suddenly a loophole? Why is
0: why are we start? Why are we? Why are we all of a sudden starting to tr- try and find loopholes in, in in what something we've all signed off on?
1: Mm. I don't like it one bit. I don't like. Uh, it. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then for the Eels, Regan Campbell-Gillard is back, which oh, is a, which is big, big, big for them. Now Dylan Brown has been named, subject to the no fault stand down policy, with what's going on with him off field. But uh, tipping for the game,
0: Campbell-Gillard is a big in, and if he has a if he has a barnstormer, he could force his way under the bench for Origin. Surely um, not. Well, no. I,
1: look, no, he's he hasn't. No, he's been out too long.
0: He's you? been out too long. He's been out too long. Yeah, he's they been. Wouldn't out for, they couldn't what, s-
1: afford. You it was that, that was in
0: Darwin that happened, wasn't it? Against the yeah. Broncos,
1: or was... yeah, round eight, I think he suffered it in.
0: I don't think it was. I think it was. I think it was before that. You reckon? I think it was. What are we up to now? Fifth? Oh, seven weeks. Yeah, it broke. Was it a broken? No, it didn't break his jaw. His groin. It was his groin and his, he dislocated something, didn't he? Or oh, no. oh, tackled no. Payne That was right. You Haas you keep, tackled him. You
1: keep fluffing while I double check.
0: So if he's been out for longer than. Seven eight weeks. Well, obviously he's 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 going to be Regan hard.
1: Campbell-Gillard groin injury suffered in round eight.
0: Round eight. Okay, you're right as always. Seven Bang weeks on, ago. Why do, you, so. why do you
1: doubt me? No, I don't doubt you. I just it didn't seem <laughs> right at all. Because I'm like the Gold Coast Titans. I'm good in the first half and I fall asleep yeah. in the second. No, you like, uh, <laughs> half you're like of Char- the Charlie babbage in Rain Man? How many <laughs> uh Saturday. So you're going with? Um, I'm going, going with, with the, the Eels. Eels. I'm going with Hills. the Eels. Right-o. All uh, right alright there it is, MG's Rugby League rundown. We are on the downhill slope now. We've got two more origin games to get through in the run home to finals. It is heating up, and it's still a really fascinating-looking ladder if you look at it right now. Like, In fact, I might start doing this with you right now. MG, what's the grand final?
0: Penrith and Broncos. Ooh.
1: I like it. I like it. You heard like him, Rabbitohs. Like you heard him, Sharks. You heard him, Storm Raiders, Warriors. Probably not dolphins. (laughs) You heard me, dragons. (laughs) They can't hear you. They're on the plane to Bali. Uh, Righto, we're going to get out of here next week. We will. uh, We will know what changes both Freddie and Billy have made for the state of origin side for game two. So no doubt we'll talk about those. MG, till next week. Giddy up, baby. Triple M footy lives on, listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.